was Jeffrey Epstein, a prolific human trafficker. Mr. Reagan. All right, so today I have a special guest. His name is Kirby Harrell. This man is a legend. Uh, He served in the U.S. military, but most recently he is part of an organization going out and saving young girls who are being trafficked um, a lot of times by by gangs and stuff like this. Um, but the organization is called Saved in America. Now, there have been several news reports made uh, you know, uh, on television, the TV news. Various organizations have done reports on these guys. So I won't get too much into detail, but I will show you a few of these clips uh, that have covered their work. Human sex trafficking is the fastest growing business in organized crime. And police departments across the country haven't been able to keep up. With the police on the sidelines, very few people are left to take up the search. But in San Diego, which has one of the highest sex trafficking rates in the country, a group of rogue volunteers is hunting for the missing on their own. Joseph Travers runs Saved in America, a nonprofit network of 28 former Navy SEALs and police officers who now volunteer their time rescuing missing children at risk of sex trafficking. It's gang infested and they got lookouts everywhere. Today they're helping the local police retrieve a 14-year-old girl named Lily. Can you see the girl outside? It's been almost a month without any active police investigation into her absence. So now the family is at a standstill. They have to go find their child on their own, and most people don't know how to do that. So we fill that gap. As soon as they have a location, they work with the parents and police to have the child picked up. Travers started the all-volunteer Saved in America in 2014 to rescue missing and runaway children. As early as middle school, Travers says, girls are seduced on Facebook or recruited at school by gangs who sell them as modern-day sex slaves. Are drugs often involved in these disappearances of these children? Yes, on every occasion. But the traffickers start with marijuana and progress to ecstasy, Xanax, and eventually heroin. Sue was found and discovered missing midnight June 2nd, 2018. She left all her belongings except for her cell phone. The pre-operation meeting resembles a special ops mission briefing combined with a police patrol briefing. Saved in America's volunteers are all former Navy SEALs or police. Saved in America doesn't charge anything. Rich or poor receive the same dedication and help for free. Hey, Rob, you got a little mini uh, minivan that just pulled out of that, that area uh, coming towards you. Okay, one male just came out of the front. Yeah, this address popped up, and uh, the other kid's address popped up. The FBI officially considers it one of the worst areas in the country for child sex trafficking. The border factors in because that is where the conduits are, the lanes of drug trafficking is. If you want to find a child sex trafficker, find a drug dealer. It's one and the same now. Our children are being enslaved because the drug traffickers who develop these routes throughout the country have now decided they're going to start selling our children. She was training to be an Olympic star. This girl we took out of a gang house in Compton where they had her sold and ready to ship the next day. They take the girls and sell them to the different other gangs all over the country. What happens to the ones who are not rescued? They end up with a, with a, a, a hell on earth life. 
of being sold multiple times for money, being beaten, moved around, have no privacy, have no freedom, is all taken away. And it takes years and years and years and years of rehabilitation to, to fix one mind that is caught up in that system. So we're very lucky today. We have one of the gentlemen involved in this organization here, Kirby Harrell. Hello, Kirby. Hi, how you doing today? I'm doing thank, great. Thank you so, for having me on your show, and uh, and hello to all your listeners. I just I want to add a couple of things to it. Yeah, um, please do. What got me started in Saved in America was I was an operational SEAL until 2014, and I retired. Uh, in 2014, I read a white paper that was done by a professor out at USD about human trafficking in our city, San Diego, and expanded it to um, the entire nation. Uh, the report was shocking about how much of this child trafficking was going on in our country, and I felt compelled to get involved and to do everything we possibly could to at least do what we could to save these kids, get these kids back to their parents. And that's kind of when we put together Saved in America was late 2014. Joseph Travers is the president and co-founder of uh, Saved in America. The rest of us are full-time volunteers. We volunteer our time. We do not charge the parents uh, a dime for going out and, and recovering their children and getting their children back home to them. We work in support of local law enforcement, basically helping them and being additional legs and hands for them to do this involved work that you have to do to uh, go find these kids. Identify the investigative these, work. Yeah, and do it. And we're all, we're all licensed investigators at Saved in America. We've all got a lot of time um, in, in this effort. Uh, it cost um, basically about $6,700 to get the children back to their parents by the time we identify, locate, and, and have the police recover them. We get them into medical treatment. And then there's a ton of um, GNOs that are out there, NGOs, that take care of getting them re-educated, have programs to help them get through the mental trauma that they have been through. That's not what... And a lot of the reason that you have these girls taken care of medically and stuff like this is um, not only the physical trauma that they're going through, but also because these girls are... Um, they've been given heroin, right? They addict them to heroin. Yeah. That's the method of sort of making yeah. them compliant, right? Many, many of them have that um, going, and, and that's something that has to be treated. One of the other main reasons is that we have to do rape kits on them to get DNA so that the law enforcement can prosecute, the city attorneys, the state attorneys can prosecute these pedophiles and these pimps and get them into court. You know, the state of California and many states across the nation have now, uh, which we kind of helped get um, passed, was a law that says that the the person that was affected by this human trafficking, which are these underage kids, have the right to sue these guys for damages. And 
is exactly what lawyers want to hear because lawyers then go after these guys. There's many law firms that support us and getting money back for these kids so that they can use those those finances to get themselves into credible programs of recovery. Have you heard about the grooming gangs in the UK, uh, that whole scandal? Uh, no, I have not heard about them, but I absolutely believe that it's happening because you have to look you have to look at the dollars. If you know for the dollars, three hundred thousand dollars per child is what these pimps and, and predators get from these kids every year if they're out selling them. Right? That's amazing. And, and when they're tired of using them as a commodity they stop the car and put them on a street corner. And then the kids that are on heroin, they have no idea where they're at. They have no idea what's going on. But to the pimp, it's it's a tax-free adventure for them, better than any drug they would be selling on the street. Yeah, and I was actually surprised to, to read about how uh, a lot of the human trafficking is tied in with the drug trafficking. These are a lot of the Mexican gangs that are coming up from Mexico and they're bringing drugs, and then they have this other criminal enterprise that they can then use. One feeds into the other, right? So they have the drugs, you get these vulnerable girls addicted, and then you can essentially just abuse them and use them to make money. Absolutely. It's it's another stream of revenue for them. And the, the Mexican gangs are not the only gangs. All of the gangs out there that they're doing it. And that's and that is why this crime is being so proliferated across our nation. This is why we have to do something about it. Our job, besides going out and rescuing these kids and bringing them back to their parents, is to let the 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 population know that this is happening in the United States at the severity that it's happening. And we have to pay attention to it. Just I mean, the the White House just put out. A, a memo that said that they are making the month of January child trafficking month of awareness. So that in itself is getting out to the nation, getting out to every every decent Christian person in our nation to be on the lookout for these kind of pedophiles, for these kind of perverts that are stealing our children and taking their future away from them and also destroying the fiber of America. Because if you don't watch out for your kids and you don't take care of your kids, then you have no nation, right? right? This is the reason why our nation, where the laws came, a young girl can't get married till she's 18, mm-hmm. right? After she's 18, she can do that. In so many other countries in the world, I mean, they have girls getting married at 13 years old. They don't even know what they're getting into. Right. Yeah. The the libertarian argument is that um, if somebody wants to do something with their body, they should be allowed to do it. I I've even I even met a guy once who said that he doesn't quite understand why statutory rape is a thing, why this is an illegal thing. And I try to explain that you know, as a society, we have certain values, and one of those values is to try to protect people who maybe don't have the experience or the savvy to be able to protect themselves, you know, the most vulnerable amongst us. And obviously children are very vulnerable. They don't have the experience to know, uh, you know, maybe who they should be spending their time with, like who might 
absolutely destroy right. their life. And so that's, you know, the reason that we protect uh, young girls in this way. Um, and it's, it's shocking to me, actually, that people don't even, they can't comprehend that, that there's a reason why historically we've we had these rules in, in place. Well, that's and, and they're not just rules. There's laws mm-hmm. that are in place to protect the children until they become educated enough to make their own choices. That's why the law keeps them there at, at 18. At 18 years old, you're a young lady, a young man. Then you have should have educated yourself enough in those early years to be able to make the right decisions and know what a, you know when you're getting sucked into something that you don't want to get sucked into or led into it or or where you're groomed and and you have people trying to buy you things so that you'll stay with them and do those kind of things all that recruiting and grooming is what that law is in place for right right and one thing that was quite striking I was uh, trying to uh, prep for the interview and I was uh, talking to you on the phone. And we got talking a little bit about Jeffrey Epstein. And you had indicated that you believe very firmly, and I haven't really heard anybody say this in a clear way. I've heard a lot of people hint at it. Uh, but you believe strongly that Jeffrey Epstein was, in fact, that that was part of like um, a business he was running. He was trafficking underage girls for, for money. This is something that he was doing to, for profit. You, you have to look at all the roads that lead to his private island. Mm-hmm. You have to look at all the roads that leads, leads to his ranch in the middle of nowhere, how people can get there without being seen by flying them in, flying them out, right? And you have to look at how did, the, how did Jeffrey Epstein make $500 million that he gave to his brother upon his death? He willed it to his brother a couple of days before he knew what was coming? How did how did he gain all that wealth? Nobody's come out and said that Jeff, Jeff Epstein has had this tremendous business going on all his life, or he was a famous stockbroker right. or hedge fund manager or anything else. What did he do to accumulate five hundred million dollars? Besides, what, right. And what, after you mentioned this, um, I looked into it. And uh, just recently, there was a lawsuit filed uh, by the Virgin Islands accusing him of exactly this. Uh, and so I think that your your um, your sense of this is absolutely right on. Yeah, I think so. And I think that out of that lawsuit is going to come a lot of very interesting points, because mm-hmm. how many people went to that island? Who were the went to that island and when did they go that lawsuit is going to bubble up a whole lot of very interesting intelligence maybe we'll find out who killed him (laughs) maybe you never know Uh, the cameras would probably break again anyway yeah they suddenly they everything turns up Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you, sir, uh, are a legend. I want to thank you for your service, obviously. Um, you were a legend before you you left the service. And and everybody who is involved in Saving America is either, uh, right, like special forces, they were in the yep. military, or they are a former law enforcement, correct? We, use, we have special operators in Saved in America. They're all vetted. They're all private investigators. We have retired law enforcement 
in Saved in America. We probably have a number of about 45 now. Uh, people from other walks of life that we've worked with in the past uh, from Alphabet agencies. And, the uh, you know, we're, we are trying to teach. We teach uh, guard forces at malls. We've been to the DOJ, taught with the DOJ, Homeland Security, uh, Department of Interior. It's just getting this out so that the American public can understand that it's happening and that we need their help. Grandmothers, daughters, fathers, mothers, to be able to know that this is happening, be aware of it, and be able to recognize it as soon as it does happen so they can cut it off you know, at the knees before it ever gets to the point of their daughters or sons missing. And we have to go rescue them. We, so a lot of people are probably watching this thinking, I love this organization. How do I help? Uh, if people want to donate to you, how do they find you? Let me, let me tell you that. Go Please go to our website. Our website is called savedinamerica.org. The website is full of information, has a lot of, of TV coverage that people have given us, answers a lot of questions that you may have about the organization. And there's a button on savedinamerica.org where you can go to and you can donate. And any amount of money, we thank you for it because it takes all of us. It takes all of us to solve this heinous crime, and we need your help to do that. And we, what you can donate, we appreciate. And there are some great other uh, um, charities out there. I'm sure everybody is considering donating to something this year. Um, maybe reconsider. Maybe put Saved in America on your list. I think that they are an incredible group uh, of people. And uh, I want to thank you. For, for coming on, giving us your time, and uh, letting me share this with the country. Absolutely. And I want to thank you. I want to thank your viewers for taking the time to listen uh, about the message that we are trying to put out, and thank them again for their support. If they can help in any way, please do so. Well, Kirby Harrell, ladies and gentlemen, a real American hero. All right, well, that's it for me. Uh, and remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just they know so much that isn't so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for the time. And we'll talk later. Out here. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Kirby. Okay. That was amazing. Bye-bye. The destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. There's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which whether we like it or not, spells duty.